This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of I Want to Matter. Your life is too short and too precious to waste. Written and narrated by New York Times bestseller Kathy Lee Gifford. Available now everywhere you get audiobooks. Dynamic voices for a diverse church. This is Pass the Mic. Greetings and God bless. Welcome to another episode of Pass the Mic. Dynamic Voices for a Diverse Church, powered by The Witness, a Black Christian Collective. I'm your host, Tyler Burns. You can follow me on Twitter at Burns23. Follow at your own risk. And joining me, as always, is the president of The Witness for a new year, 2018, Jamar Tisby, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Blue Check Verify himself. What's going on, brother? Man, what's going on with you is the question. You had a brief hiatus, and we're so glad to have you back. But we're actually glad to have you gone, given the the reason and the occasion. You care to inform folks about that? Yes. On December 22nd, uh, my wife, Mylena, gave birth to our beautiful baby girl, our first child, Trinity Zora Burns. And she was eight pounds coming out the womb. It was seven pounds, 15 ounces, but they went ahead and bumped. I said, yo, give me that ounce. (laughs) So they went ahead and bumped it up on the birth certificate. So eight pounds and she is beautiful and she's keeping us up late at night. So if I seem a little all over the place, it's because your boy getting about 30 minutes to sleep a <laughs> night. But you know what? This is for the people. This is for passing the oh, yeah. So I couldn't miss another week, man. We need, we, well, look, we need more burns in the world. That's what I say. That's what I say, man. Though so you're going to have to convince my wife that, you know, these six kids that we got to get, come on, like, got to well, get going on these six kids. So one down, you know, five more to go. But, but I'm going to leave that to y'all, too. I'm going to leave that to y'all, too. Yeah. Yeah. Pray for me, y'all. Pray for her, too. <laughs> um, but, man, mom and, and baby are both healthy. And it was um, over, I said it was 30 plus hours of labor on social media. It was really about 34 hours of labor and um, it led to an emergency C-section, which was funny because uh, in a, not funny at the time, but it was kind of interesting because that's exactly what happened with me when I was born. <laughs> so oh. I wouldn't come out. And then, you know, my mom had to have an emergency C-section and she actually, because of that, it saved my life. Mm. Um, because the umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck three times. Mm. So it would have broken my neck had she had me naturally, but they didn't know that at the time. Um, And so as they were wheeling my wife out into the OR for surgery, um, you know, my dad kind of, you know, remarked to me, he's like, man, we've been through this. We know, like, we know this is stressful, but everything's going to be okay, you know. Just trying to build me up, and and so the the parents on both sides were excellent and helpful, and 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 there's nothing like that moment of seeing your child for the first time. You yeah. guys have been telling me that a lot of people have been like, man, it's going to change your life forever, and you know, cognitively you can say yes, I get it, but then you have to experience it in that moment. So right. it's been a blessing, and yes, in that moment you find out everything. We just get a glimpse. You just get a taste of the wave of God's love for us, mm. um, uh, God's love for his children, God's love for his sons and daughters. That's just, it's wild, man. So, so sweet. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm thanking God that everybody's healthy and okay. I know it was a long and tense time in the hospital, but she's gorgeous, man. Uh, shout, thank, thank, shout out to my Lena for just being Amazing and a trooper. And- that let me tell y'all. Let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. 
Look, man. Look. My wife is one of the Avengers. I didn't know it until we got in, in <laughs> you know, labor. She's a secret member of the Avengers, and she's been hiding it from me this whole time. But that woman is a superhero, bro. Like, I didn't know. You know, you don't know until you get into that moment. You're like, whoa, you know, she's a, it's incredible. After carrying this baby for nine months, now she's in here just, just rocking it out. Um, and for, for most of the time, well, I said probably about half of the time, it was no epidural. So she was just, she was rocking, man. So yeah, right. she's, she's a superhero, man. So wow. thank you guys for your prayers and encouragement. Everybody who, who sent something really um, nice, a nice message to us. We read them all and we just, we really appreciate you. Word. Can't wait to meet her, man. Congratulations, bro. But it's good to have you back on the show. Oh yeah, man. She's starting a podcast next week, man. We we doing a we doing that baby's podcast, man. Yeah. The next legacy with with Jack, your son, and then you know a couple other people, you know. Trinity's gonna be on. She's just gonna be Google Gaga for a while. And then, well look linguistics, right. If Blue Ivy could spit out a freestyle, I'm sure we could do a podcast. Come on, man. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> Blue Ivy can say boom shakalaka. <laughs> Kennedy can start a podcast. Okay, <laughs> I'm looking at her like, "Come on, girl, catch up." <laughs> but so, Jamar, this is interesting because we normally start 2018, or we normally start a, a new year, I should say, with a very serious, deep podcast. We normally like to set the tone for everything that we're going to be doing in the year. We're not going to do that today. Nah. Okay. Nah, we're not going to do. That. Well, well, we are going to set the tone, but it's it's not going to be so heavy. We're going to have a little bit of fun today. So, listen, y'all, lighten up. You know, it's a new year. 2017 is done. And I know most of us were really happy about that. Yes. We're looking forward to what 2018 is going to bring. We're happy about that here at The Witness as well. And we'll talk about that at the end. But 2018, we just wanted to start by just giving y'all just a little a little tone setter for the year. And we've titled this episode, 10 Things That We Not Finna Do. Okay. Now, that was not a typo. <laughs> Listen, it was not a typo. Bo did not mess it up. He's right. Look, finna. F I N N A. Okay, that's, that's how you now, say it. Me, that is how you say it. Now, Jamar and I are. I, I'm. I'm basically saying Jamar is a Southern boy. I'm going to adopt him to the South, even yes. though he wasn't originally from here. It's okay. He's a Southern boy. He's been here long enough. So we Southern. So sometimes we say some things that require a little bit of of clarification. So when we say finna, Jamar. Break that down, means that etymology is a colloquial phrase. Okay, the etymology is is from fixing to. So so we're saying we're fixing to, which also can mean we are going to. Okay, so we're what we not finna do means we are what we are not about to do. Okay, so this is what we're not going to do. I just I just had to let y'all know that. Okay, I just wanted to let y'all know just in case some people may be listening in. They're like finna, and they up in here. Breaking all the, the rules of the English language. But no, no, no. This is what you need to say. What we not finna do. We're going to give you all 10 things. Five each that we not finna do in 2018. And we're having fun, but we're also half serious as well. So write this list down. Remember this list. Because for 2018, we not finna do this. So I'm going to kick it to Jamar first. Okay. Jamar, in 2018, what's the first thing that we not finna do? Okay. In 2018, we not finna celebrate a kumbaya Martin Luther King. Oh, we, oh! See, this is already starting. I'm just good. saying. See, this is. <laughs> see, see, here's the thing, though. But here's the thing, though. So we got multiple opportunities this year. That's right. So we got 
Dr. King Day, and then we also got the 50th anniversary too. So, so explain to me why we not finna celebrate the Kumbaya. Okay, okay. So, 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 yeah, like you said, we got uh, King's birthday and holiday celebration coming up in January and April. It's the 50th anniversary of his assassination, and so King is going to be on everybody's lips for these next couple of months. But what we not finna do is talk about the Kumbaya King, or you could say the quotable King. In other words, it's the king we remember from the I Have a Dream speech. It's the king we remember mm. marching in the Montgomery bus boycott and leading that movement. But it's 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 not the controversial king. That's the king a lot of people mm. don't want to remember. So the controversial king talked about democratic socialism because toward the end of his life, he was seeing that, hey, these marches are great. Even changing the laws, they're great, but it's not really getting to the core of the problem, much of which is poverty. And until we change the political systems uh, to address poverty, we are not really going to get to the heart of the injustices facing not only African-Americans, but poor white people and others too. So that's part of King's legacy, as well as the controversial King who decried the Vietnam War. Even his homeboys were like, "Uh, don't go there because that's not patriotic. We're going to lose all of our support. We're going to make even the liberal whites mad at us because, you know, the one thing you can't be is unpatriotic. You know, and Mm. so that's a controversial king. Another controversial king was uh, talking about um, nuclear disarmament. He's saying, look, we're going to kill all of ourselves if we don't just stand down from this nuclear arms race. So the controversial king is the one that kind of gets skipped over on the holiday. And and let's not forget in April, this brother was killed. He was killed. Killed. For talking about the beloved. He didn't die. Listen, listen. He was killed, bro. Yes. Okay. We need to say that. He was murdered. Okay. He was assassinated. He was yes. killed. Okay. Don't say he died for so, this. No. no, no. Get specific. What we not finna do. Okay. This is a side <laughs> one. Okay. This is one. Yes. What we not finna do is say Martin Luther King died for this. He was killed. Yes. Okay. Amen. Yeah. So so if if we talk about King and we should, let's understand him within the scope of his entire body of knowledge. Let's understand him as a pastor, as a theologian, as an activist and not just in the context of the I have a dream speech and judge not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. There's much more to King and all the people around him, especially women who were part of the civil rights movement as well. So what we're not going to do is celebrate a Kumbaya King. Bruh, that's, that's fire, man. That's see, I just almost want to just stay there, (laughs) but we got to keep it moving. Number two on my end in 2018, what we not finna do is argue about race online with strangers. Okay. Look, and, and, and notice I did not listen, listen, listen. And, and this is what I just I just want to communicate this to you, because a lot of people are thinking, oh, so so what you're not going to you're, you're shutting down the dialogue between the, the races and oh, you're shutting down the dialogue between brothers and sisters. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen to me. It doesn't matter what ethnicity you are. <laughs> OK, it don't matter. We not finna argue about race online with strangers in 2018 for a number of reasons. OK. Okay. okay, but the first the the first reason is simply this: we ain't got time for that. We just don't have time, man. Like if you're not gonna go out, if you're not gonna go out and educate yourself, 
if you're not going to go out and, and it, or, or this is, this is, this is the other thing that really gets me. If you already know you have a position, you know, I have a position and then we just saber rattling back and forth. We just shooting back and forth. It doesn't do anything for anyone. Okay. Yes. There may be a time to have a dialogue, but we're not going to argue about this, man. We just not going to do it. And then number two it's because listen, Y'all need to talk to your people. Talk to your people. It don't matter yes. who it is. Talk to your people. Get your, Get your people, Get your man. Yes. If you know, listen. This is this the case really with everything, right? So, if you know there are people within your family that harbor misogynistic views, get your people. Get if you know that there are people with the, that are in, within your family who are harbor bigoted views, get, get your em. people. Just get your people, man. Like we shouldn't have to strangers. Why are we talking to strangers, man? Like I'm not talking about people we know. And we just shooting ideas back and forth. I'm talking about strangers, man. So look, number two, we not finna argue with strangers uh, uh, about race online anymore. We got time for that. We Jamar. got more important things to do. I'm totally on board. Let's skip the clicks. Let's skip the traffic that comes with needless controversy. And let's get down to business. We got other things to do. And, and that also means we may not clarify everything. You shoot, you shoot, uh, you know, some slick tweets okay. at us. We may okay. not clarify I like everything. That. I like. That. Okay, yes. I'm just saying. We just. Which is not. Okay, so number three. Jamal. Okay, so <clears throat> what we're not finna do is say anything bad about the Black Panther movie. Period. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Look, look. Now this is this is important. Major key here. Okay, listen. I don't want y'all sending. Look, I, I'm just gonna step right. I'm gonna step in. I'm gonna take this light work for you, Jamar. <laughs> I don't want nobody to send me no links from reviews. Nothing. From Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. I don't care what the Rotten Tomatoes score is. I don't care what the IMBD rating is. I don't care what the cinema score mm-hmm. is. What you're not going to do <laughs> is mess this up for us. You are not fit to do what this. I'm saying. Look, come on, Jamar. That that's just you. You you preaching right now, bro? Okay, I didn't think it could get better, but you preaching right now. I'm just saying we're not finna say anything bad about the Black Black Panther movie. First of all, it's gonna be majestic. I mean, I, we just already know from what we've seen the costumes, the music, the people involved. All of it's gonna be lit. But even if it stinks like chitlins, we're not finna say anything Ooh, bad about on, that brother. movie. You know what I'm saying? I heard somebody say it automatically. The score starts at eight. Like it's, it's already eight out of two. That's right. That's, I'm just saying. We probably have to. It's, it's not possible. We not. We got to invent it. a new scale for this movie. Because look, here's the thing about the Black Panther movie. It's not just a movie. It is a. It is a statement of dignity. I mean, this this joint goes mm-hmm. all the way back to African roots, right? And so, and and Wakanda as a as a nation, uh, run by people of African descent, a prosperous nation, but a nation that is rich with tradition and culture and beauty uh, and led by, by a virtuous king, all of these things, right? And it's representation. Of course, it's representation where you have this all black cast, you know, and, and these leading characters saying intelligent things, breaking beyond the stereotypes that Hollywood puts on them. And so I don't care if the dialogue is bad. I don't care if the, the CGI effects are choppy. It's not going to be. But I don't care if it was because this movie is so much more than a movie. And we've been looking forward to it for a year. We're doing our first. Oh, y'all owe us this. Oh, y'all owe us this. That's the see. That's the most got, important thing. Okay. All right. We're going to have, we will reclaim our time. We're going to have it. We, we will for these two hours and 15 minutes, because that's a rumored runtime. We will reclaim Amen. our time. Amen. Okay. Yes. 
So what we're not finna do okay, is now, anything now, bad about the Black Panther movie. And leading into that, Jamar, okay, like building on that, number four, listen, in 2018, what we're not finna do is spread fake rumors about black women. Okay. Now, this is Come what on. I mean Come by on. that. There was a report, Jamar, that due to the fact that one of the stars of Black Panther, um, Michael B. Jordan, has a girlfriend that is not black, there was a rumor floating around that black women, particularly, and black Twitter in general, was boycotting the oh, Black Panther I movie. Saw that. Okay. <sighs> now, 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 let me say this. I personally, and I'm not saying you're not going to find one or two. I personally searched all over and then find not a one person who said they were boycotting because of that fact. And even if the number of articles that were written as if black women made a collective statement that said, hey, we're not going to go to this movie because of the ethnicity of this man's as if they are not already used to that reality because half the leading men in Hollywood who are black are dating women outside of their race outside of their ethnicity. What would make this any different? Who decided that? I mean, these were major publications that were running with this. What are you guys doing? What we not finna do is spread rumors. And so people took and they ran with, ah, y'all don't have anything better to do. They didn't ever see it themselves. They didn't even, and some people didn't even read the article because the articles themselves would say, some people have said that this is a little bit overblown, that people are making some of this up. But what do we do? We, bro, the way we treat black women in this uh, country, what we not finna do in 2018 is do that no more. We not right. finna do it. I'm no not letting more that happen. Noir. See, and this, listen, we, y'all thought it was just an episode. Y'all thought Look, we was playing. We not this. playing. We trying to be serious about this. This is sin in our hearts. We trying to get this out. We trying to repent from this, man. So what we not finna do, we not finna spread no more fake rumors man, about black women. with man. that. No yes, yes. Preach. Okay. Number five. Come on, Jamar. Because this is, we, we, we cooking, cooking right now, man. We, we on the grill. We flipping the ribs. Come on. What's <laughs> All right. So this one is near and dear because it's really what the witness and past the mic are about in a lot of ways. So what we not finna do is wait for white institutions, organizations, even churches to give us a seat at their tables. We building our own tables oh, and we bring in our own chairs in oh, 2018. Boy. See, look, see, look, you, you didn't have to say the chairs. You could have just said we were building the table, but then you said we, we provide look, seating we as sit well. Down. We provide our yes, own seating. We sit so this is a bring your own we, seat we situation. We put up a seat at the table that we built and we having a conversation of our own. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now everybody's welcome and listen, come on. But what we're not finna do is, is wait for the crumbs at the tables of white organizations. All right. We've been doing that for too long, Mm -hmm. trying to trying to insert ourselves into their conversations, into their institutions, rather than building our own or investing in our own. Now, this has been a theme in black life forever. Right. Is, you know, uh, self-determination, whether economic or political or social self-determination. But when you we also have to think about this in terms of the church in the sense of. There has been such an infiltration of white supremacy into the way that we do church in America that we've got to dismantle that. And part of doing that is making our voices heard. But that has historically and persistently in the present been a very difficult thing to do in an organization 
that's already dominated by white people and white culture. Now I'm talking in aggregate people, so don't get all up in arms. And when you talk about individuals, that's somewhat of a different story depending on who you're talking to. But when you group people together who come from a same, a similar background, a similar outlook, that's when you get a culture that's really hard for minority voices to be heard in. And so rather than banging on the door, what we're going to do is build our own house, build our own table, bring our own chairs and say, hey, if other folks want to listen in and see what we're doing, you're perfectly welcome to do so. But what we're not going to do in 2018 is wait for permission to give our perspectives. Bruh. I still can't get over the fact that you said we're going to bring our own seats. Like, like this is, there, there continues to be levels. Like, because it was already building your own table. Now it's, you know, we bring our own seats. Like what's next? We, we got our own Ottomans. We, we got our own headrests. Like everything. Look, man, crazy. everything they got, we can have too. Man. See this, what, th- th- okay. Th- this actually leads into my next one here. Number six, what we not finna do in 2018 is go to any more conferences what? that got all white speaker lineups. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. I just had to say, we're not going to any more of them conferences. Okay. They we're can't not still have them in 2018. I mean, surely they've caught them by now. What we're not finna do, what we're not finna do is act like there are not brilliant scholars, men and women who are people of color, who have the chops and the ability to stand with any other scholars in any other field in theology. That's what say we're that, not finna do no more. That. Okay. We're not going to do it no more. It's, it's, and this is pervasive. This is not just, okay. People can easily say, are oh, you talking about reform? No, I'm not just talking about reform theology. Hey, my tribe struggles with it too. And that's in a Pentecostal charismatic stream. Okay. We act like black people ain't got nothing to say mm, except for race. Mm. We act like black people ain't got nothing to say except for diversity, except for unity, except for justice. Man, we got some incredible black scholars and people of color who are out there killing it in diverse fields, who are blowing the doors off of academics. You got Jamar Tisby out here studying history. Working hard. Come on. You got Dr. Christina yeah, Edmondson doctor. out here. Come on. You got Dr. Micah Edmondson. Come on. You got doctors out here. And so this is this is the thing. If you haven't found one, I'm just going to assume. If one is not on there, I'm just going to assume, okay? I'm not, I'm not going to discard you. I'm not going to cancel you. I'm just not going to assume that that you really care about this. So we just not gonna spend our dollars there. Is that okay? Like I'm I'm sure we can find another conference that's gonna be a little bit more diverse. And if not, we'll start exactly. our own. So you know what we're not finna do is go to any more conferences with these all white speaker lineups. Ugh, Jamar, I can't, man. I can't. I can't, Jamar. <laughs> and you shouldn't. And I did a Twitter rant on this a while back because it's not just, oh, we couldn't find anybody or we're trying and we're just not there yet. Look. Like you said, people of color, scholars, theologians, brilliant people, they are out there. It is not for a lack of being able to find folks. I think what it is, is fundamentally, it's hubris. It's pride, which says that Mm -hmm. our version of Christianity or our way of doing things, we don't have anything to learn from other people, actually. And y'all need to get on board with us. Mm -hmm. And I think at the can I can I say something? Yeah, go for it. Hold, hold on, man. I, I just I just want to be direct. Okay, let me just be direct here. Let me give y'all a thing in 2018 that you should do. Here we go. Here we go. Y'all y'all listen y'all listen to the am I evangelical talk? Okay, I heard a lot of people talk about this. A lot of people say y'all were blessed by it. Awesome, great. Thank you for being blessed by it, man. We want more conversations like this. Okay, great. Now I want you to observe something here. The people who were blowing you up 
the people who were shooting the fire were women. Okay. Listen, if y'all don't book Ikemini Uwan in come 2018, on, come on, come on, doc. If y'all don't, if y'all don't book, li- listen, some of y'all are saying, well, it's not a conference. It's not book her to come and look at your church staff. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> look at your, look okay. at your hiring practices. Oh. Book her to come and do an anti-racism audit. Yo, listen, book Ikemini Uwan. She's just one example of, of the people I don't understand. Like, I'm just sitting back. I'm like, okay, so she got this many followers on Twitter, people blowing her up, retweeting her. She comes on our podcast, flames it. She got an MDiv from Westminster. Okay, listen, y'all. Now, y- y'all run out of excuses. Okay? You could ask for it. Look, y'all run out of excuses. That's what okay. I'm what is this? Seven. This is whatever. This is seven subsection A. Because what we're not finna do in 2018 is give a lot of verbal praise or private praise to folks and not support them materially. Uh, Jamar. Jamar, Jamar. This is what we got to pause this. We got to pause this podcast. Pause, pause one second. Okay, that was a Selah moment. Mm. Look, speak on it, Jamar. Well, look, you, Kemeny is the perfect example, right? Every qualification you could ask for, more qualified than a lot of people who get more money from speaking engagements, conferences, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. Look, if you appreciate the content that someone is producing, pay them for it. Book them for it. Hey, um, Support them for it. Okay? Particularly hey, black women, right? Um, this stuff comes from hard-earned study and experience. Go back a few podcasts and listen to what Tyler was saying about being called the N-word in a hardware store. Like, just out of the blue. Okay? So, so the lessons and the knowledge and the wisdom that we're trying to drop, that doesn't come easy or cheap in terms of our own lives and our own health. And so if you benefit from it, well, come on, put a little support behind it because we're putting it out there for the people, for the culture, but it ain't cheap. I'm just saying, look, I'm just saying, y'all, it don't make any sense. It don't, it just doesn't make any sense. And we can stay here. And Akimini is just one example. We love her and we just see how much opportunity she has to bless the church. And we see a lot of people that just don't don't pay attention to it. So we're just saying, look. There's a Kemeny, there's Lisa Fields, there's Dr. Christina Edmondson, there's Michelle Higgins. There's so many amazing men and women, but particularly women, who are not getting the same opportunities, and we think that they should. So hopefully in 2018 that changes, but you know, I can stay on my soapbox there, Jamar. Hey, but look, but go ahead, gonna, man. Keep, go ahead. Next one. I think this is number seven. So just just go ahead, man, because we just Man, okay. it's getting serious. The list's getting serious, man. Well, this one, you know, this one I'm going to be a little bit self-reflective, and I wonder maybe it'll help some other people too. But what we're not finna do in 2018 is live our lives online and neglect real-life community. All right? Woo! So this has a couple See, why of- are you talking about? why are you talking about me, Jamar? Look, why are you talking look, about look, me? Look, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm, 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 this works on a couple of us. One, in general, right? Like, so- Social media is not going anywhere. As a matter of fact, more and more people getting on it. There's more and more stuff happening. If you want to be plugged in, whatever, even even professionally, it's becoming more and more of a requirement that you're somehow connected on social media. That's that that can be good. I've met amazing people online. Shout out to Eugene Scott, right? Um, and many many yes, others. What up, Eugene? <laughs> but that is no substitute for embodied community incarnational community, right? So turn off the, the, the iPhone, stop scrolling through the feed 
and use that phone to actually call somebody. And and, and I'll tell you this, it, it was really brought home to me. Um, my uncle died the day after Christmas, 2017. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, he had been sick for a while, but, you know, in and out of the hospital. And there was, we didn't know if this was just one of those kind of deals, but it quickly turned into his final visit, right? And so, yeah. you know, there's all the typical sadness. But one of the things that it caused me to do was reflect like, man, I should have called more. I should have visited more. I should have made more time. All of those things because you never know when you're going to lose someone forever in this life, right? And so that just caused me to reflect yeah. like all these virtual relationships that I'm building or, or, or cultivating. But there are real life people who are connected to me biologically or historically that I still need to maintain real contact with. So that was one thing. But I'm also going to speak on another level because I'm in a time and a season where community is sparse, mostly because of my geographic location. Right. Um, and because of, because I have a, like a hour and a half commute each way. So, you know, when I'm home, I'm just eating and sleeping or I'm on the road. Right. So it's, it's real hard to just, be in a place and say, hey, let's hang out, let's kick it, whatever. And so I'm speaking right. to those folks who may be in a season where they feel a real lack of community. And that's me. And so I'm encouraging you and I'm encouraging me, be proactive, right? Like it may not fall in your lap. But what I'm thinking about strategically is scheduling trips to see people, seeing if they come to can come to see me, getting on Skype, uh, starting uh, group messages on on text and whatnot, uh, any kind of way I can get community, even if it's not the ideal of it's in my church or my, my hometown, there are people out there who know me for me, and I want to cultivate those relationships. So Tyler, watch out. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a just pop up one day at your apartment and be like, hey, knock, knock. Oh, man, what's no, you're not. No, you're not. No, what you're not going to do is. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Man, that's so, that's so good. That's a blessing, man. I've seen that, that there is such rich, man, I, a couple of days ago, I was able to actually go back to church and, you know, lead the youth group again and kind of rub shoulders. With I'm not fully back, but going back just after missing for a few weeks, I I saw how much I I yearned to be around the body, yearned to be around the people of God, you know. And and sometimes we forget that and we we downplay the realities of that because so much is available to our fingertips and so much is available to us through technology. But it's nothing you if you know if you're a believer, it's nothing you haven't heard before. But but you have to rub shoulders with people who know you for you don't know the avatar version of you, don't know you from a podcast or a video, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but are not impressed with any of that. I'm, I'm going to tell you, my church, I mean, a few of them know about the podcast. Um, They know about it. A few of them listen to the podcast and care. Vast majority of them do not care. They do not care about, they, they don't know this world. They're not obsessed with this world. They're like, hey, as long as you're serving the Lord faithfully, as long as you're serving our children faithfully, that's what's most important. So I need that. I know I need that. And a lot of the, the conversations we're having online, which all which most of which are, are good and valuable conversations, 
they take a back seat to 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 biblical stewardship faithfulness right. of our lives that's and right. and that's what's most important man so that's a good one jamar okay let let me let me do this one we almost done number 8 what we not finna do in 2018 and this is this is serious jamar this is something that's been on my heart to say publicly for a while and uh, i'm i'm just really thankful that you've given me the opportunity to say it here but ah oh, man this is good but in 2018, man, what we're not finna do is act like LeBron James has already passed Michael Jordan <laughs> on the list of greatest basketball players of all time. Now, let me tell you this. Okay. Come on. Let me tell you this. I've been, I've been meaning to say this. What y'all not finna do is act as though, and, and listen, I'm not saying that you are wrong for thinking he is going to pass Michael Jordan one day. I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong, even if you say he's the most talented player maybe in history. I don't know how you really quantify that, but if y'all want to do that, fine, go ahead and do that. But see, some of y'all, okay, okay. I'm not going to name no names, some y'all. but some of y'all have been acting as though LeBron just taking a victory lap. Like these last five or six seasons he's going to play, he's just going to be oh, coasting. Okay, yeah. Y'all must have forgot, okay? I need you to go to YouTube, all right? Go to YouTube and actually watch uh, Jordan yes, Pass. Okay? Yes. I need you to I need you to watch him, okay? And I need you to take into account that he had some some insane seasons, okay? Insane scoring seasons. But but here's here's the thing. Now, Jamar, I, I, all that aside, it isn't really about basketball. See, what this signifies, this whole LeBron James obsession, he's already passed Michael Jordan, what have you. And LeBron is phenomenal. We all know that, but but it signifies this this momentary fixation and obsession that makes us forget what people have done for us in the past, okay? We forget that people have gone before us. We tend to elevate our time and say, we are the best. We are the most enlightened. Mm -hmm. We figured it all out. Mm -hmm. We're the first people to talk about justice. We're the first people to have a a rough situation at our church. You are not. (laughs) We are not. Pass the mic is not the first time that people, two black men have come together and talked about these things. The Witness is not the first black-led organization that is doing work as it relates to justice and these conversations in the church. So what we're not going to do is act like our time is the best time. Okay, That's right. I'm glad to be in our time. We're just not going to act like that, man. Stop disrespecting Jordan, man, I just, I, I don't Look, get it. Bro, I wasn't sure where you were going. Where with, I wasn't sure where you were going, because if you were fitting to say the other way around, that like what we're not fitting to do is talk about Le- nah, LeBron man. isn't better than Jordan, then we weren't, I, it was going to be a solo show with just you on it, because no, I was about man. to go find another no. podcast. But Come on, brother. Come on, man. I'm, Come on, I'm, man. I'm, I'm Chicago area, right? I don't claim Chicago. I didn't grow up in the city, but I grew up in the suburbs. And so when the Bulls played, we were Bulls fan. I was a teenager during the six p man watching those games and i don't know nba nba has 50 11 games all season but we would sit down as a family particularly for the home games and gather around the tv and watch it not just because the bulls were good and were winning but because jordan was on the team when that man was on the court it was electric. It didn't matter who had the ball. Yes. All eyes were on Jordan because he was about to do something. He was going to steal. He was going to juke. He was going to dunk. He was going to float because when he jumps, he floats. And it's just so pretty. So I'm glad yes, you sir. said go look on YouTube because I think people fail to appreciate the beauty of Jordan's basketball game when he had that ball. But his, 
here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jamar. Like because I even say I say that, and I really hesitate now that I said YouTube because there's nothing that will replicate the excitement. That's right. That's there's right, nothing that's right. that will that will replicate. And what what I mean by excitement is specifically, I should say, is is this air of inevitability that, that Jordan yeah, is going word. to win. Like he is going to figure it out. He is going to make once he once he turned that corner. Yeah, he had years where he got eliminated from the first round of the playoffs. He had years, I mean, he was playing some incredible teams back then. Let's get it right. But he had years where he didn't do as much as he could have done. And there are things that LeBron James can do that Michael Jordan could never do. We we acknowledge that. We totally acknowledge that. But the inevitability is something that LeBron James will never have and has never had. That's right. Um, so I I just I think that's just, you know, that might be you gotta remember that initial point. And I'm just going to give credit. That was Tyler's yeah, point. I'm ready. I'm, ready. I'm ready for it, okay? At Burns 23, follow at your own risk, okay? Fine. Oh, Bring that away. Oh, man. So, I, I'm not going to argue about race online, but I'll argue about Jordan, okay? I'll argue about Jordan. I got you back. I got you back. And we're not co-signing his whole life, by the way. Oh, no, no. We're not co-signing. Yeah, we know LeBron is a far better philanthropist and community-involved man, and he's done tons of things. I'm just saying basketball. I'm talking about on the Word. court. Jamar, what's number nine? Okay, okay. So this one is a little... This is your last one. Yes, my last one. And so I'm going to end on an inspirational note. So um, what we're not going to do in 2018 is have a spirit of fear. Bruh. Okay, see. (laughs) Man. Come on, Jamar. Talk about it. Okay, so I mean this on, you know, there's a broader societal level, right? We're not going to have a spirit of fear that, oh, no, America as a political system and a democracy is falling because of the the leader some of the country chose. We're not going to have a spirit of fear that bombs might drop on us and who knows, they might, but, but, but we are going to remember that we be, are citizens of a heavenly kingdom first and that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church, which Christ is, it's, it's Christ's bride and he's building it. Okay. So we're not going to have a spirit of fear on that level, but we're also not going to have a spirit of fear in our own lives too. So we are going to boldly pursue our God given purpose and our academic, social, and professional goals. I want to empower people because I think too often, particularly as minorities, we can be beat down so much by life and circumstances, whether whether it's poverty, broken families, racism, systemic injustice, our own um, anxieties and fears, whatever it might be. But what we've not been to do in 2018 is have a spirit of fear. So, so you have an opportunity wherever you are, Whatever stage of life, I don't know if you're undergrad, grad student, I don't know if you're professional, I don't know if you're looking for a job, I don't know if you are a family person, whatever, but you have an opportunity where you are because in God's economy, no moment of life is wasted. And Mm, you have a dream, You you have something within you that the world needs. You have something in you that will get you out of bed every morning that if you could do it, you would do it without pay if you could get by because you enjoy it so much. And it's just something in the world. There's a deep need in the world and there's something that you can do to address that need. And it resonates with you. It makes your soul sing. And I want to, I want, I want you to pursue that because that's what the world needs from you, especially in 2018. So write those goals down, share those goals with people, Dream big, pray big, expect great things because our God is great. And that's not, look, Tyler, let me say it clearly. 
This is not sowing a seed. This is not, uh, you know, <laughs> just praying. For you. I mean, y'all can do that too. I'm, we just not gonna I connect mean, the promise to you, it. Like you, you, but y'all can't sow that. <laughs> okay, Patreon. This is not forward slash pastor. You know, praying for that BMW. This this is a, a godly ambition <laughs> to serve people and bring glory to God, not yourself. But in doing that, be passionate about it. Go for it. If not now, then when? If not you, then who? That's what I'm going to say. You know what number 10 is for me, Jamar? My last one. What we're not finna do in 2018 is hold back. Okay. See, there you go. We on the same page. We not finna do it, man. See, we we actually talked about this before the recording. We're like, do we want to compare our lists or anything? We're like, nah, it's just better if we just go with it and trust the other person. But man, I, I couldn't have thought of a better way to end because Jamar, you said it perfectly. There's something on the inside of each one of us that the world needs and that our community needs, that our family needs. And faithfulness to what God has blessed us with looks like flourishing, man. Ooh, I like that. We should flourish, bro. Yes. (laughs) We should flourish, man. So wherever we can, you know, whatever that means for us, do not settle for less. Do not settle for second best. Um, Jamar and I have been in this long conversation about how we can make this podcast better, how we can make our lives better, how we can make our families better. We're not holding back because the moment that we have, we're never going to have it again. We have it for now and time is fleeting. But in that moment, in that passing, fleeting moment of time, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask a thing. That's what I'm saying. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, man. And and I believe that is in as it relates to the church, as it relates to our witness, as it relates to our faithfulness, as it relates to our production, because there's no time for holding back. It is not time for that, man. So in 2018, that's not that's what we're not finna do, man. We're not finna hold back. We're not finna have a spirit of fear. We're gonna go hard, man. And I'm excited about this year, bro. I am too. 2018 is gonna be big for the witness, it's gonna be big for Pastor Mike. And we want you guys to actually be involved in that. Listen, remember, you can subscribe to the podcast. If this is your first time, welcome to The Witness. You are officially a witness. So we want you to subscribe to the Pastor Mike podcast on iTunes. But here's the thing. You can also subscribe as well and follow us on SoundCloud now. Moving on up. So this is really cool. You can embed the podcast. Big shout out, shouts out to our award-winning producer, Bo York, for doing all that heavy lifting. So what you're not going to do in 2018 is not follow the podcast. Come on. Come on. on. Go ahead and subscribe to it. But also want you to rate and review the podcast on iTunes as well. And you guys have the opportunity. Shout out to our Patreon. Yes. Subscribers, our special Pastor Mike family. What you have the opportunity to do is give per episode to the podcast. We have a number of people who are doing that. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Pastor Mike. You can find out how you can give just a dollar per episode. We're looking at doing about 50 to 52 episodes, one per week. We try not to take any weeks off this year. So that means we need your help. So just for a dollar an episode or $52 a year at minimum, you can help keep this podcast going. You can help the tour dates that we're getting ready to announce in the next few weeks, which I'm so excited about. We want to get to as many subscribers as possible. So that's how you can help us to continue doing what we're doing. Look, ain't nobody getting rich over here. (laughs) We're not sitting up here. 
rolling around in these in in funds so you can trust we're putting it all back into the ministry and compensating the people who need to be compensated man so thank you guys so much for tuning in jamar this was fun 2018 we set the tone bro we set the tone and in 2018 this is these are the things we're not finna do This episode was brought to you in part by United We Pray. United We Pray is a podcast devoted to praying and thinking about racial strife, especially between Christians. Come join us in praying for the unity of God's people.